There's no place like the movie theater. The smell of fresh popcorn welcomes you to a full body experience while candies and sodas compete for your attention. Hoping to join you in the best seats you've reserved on Fandango. It's where movie lovers buy tickets, pick seats, and double up on rewards points all online. All that's left is to walk in, snack up, and sit back. Visit Fandango.com or download the app today for your ticket to the movies. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this. How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics, Friday, July 26th on NBC and Peacock. What's up and welcome inside Bet the Edge, powered by points bet. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, holding it down for Sarah Perlman. As always, Drew Densick on the program. Coming up today, NBA draft night. It looks a lot different than it did yesterday as far as the odds go. Sam Pinyadovich will join us to help break down the NBA draft a little bit later on. Myself and Drew will be doing a little bit stay away or take a shot on some of these NBA draft markets open over at points bet. And Drew, my man, what is going on? Did you have any action last night? I don't, I don't know if I heard you, if you heard me mention this, but I have not placed a wager since game three of the Western Conference Finals. So no executive on ice last night. You had any action? Uh, I had rooting interest in seeing okay. um, the Lightning tie that up, but I didn't have any bets down on that game. Um, oh, I, I'm sorry, I did. I had Lightning to score first. It was like minus 120, and that was home by like 30 seconds in. And then the rest of it, I just kicked back and enjoyed. It was a great game. Any any uh, overtime Stanley Cup hockey game is just infinitely entertaining. Sad, I think, that you're probably going to see the series end. Uh, basically, we go into the quiet baseball-only offseason here in U.S. sports, at least, um, You know, presumably after game five. But uh I think overall, I mean, Colorado is a truck. <laughs> they have so many different guys that can hurt you. Um, and realistically, uh, it's going to be tough for, you know, the Lightning to claw back in. They fought hard to get to this point. But, um, you know, they had to fire a, a lot of bullets over the last couple of seasons, particularly the last couple of postseasons. So the fact that they're kind of running out of gas, a little bit predictable. Uh, and really, this is the avalanche's time. It does seem that way, Drew, to be 100% honest with you now. Um, speaking of like baseball only part of this, you know, the sports calendar coming up, you know, I'm still a fantasy executive. I know how to play a little DFS so I can maneuver that into some single game parlays and stuff like that. And plus I'm going to New York in a couple of weeks. So it'll be my first time Ooh. getting a piece of the legal New York action. So I'm looking forward to scooping up some of those bonuses and stuff like that. But listen, <laughs> before we get into the rest of the day's program, let me tell you about the NBC sports predict the rap power by points bet. Just a reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet, go download it now, like now, ASAP. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands by predicting what will happen in Major League Baseball, on the PGA Tour, and the NASCAR circuit. NBA pick and roll is over. And today we're offering a special Battle of the Bets contest focused on the NBA draft where you can tailor fade my man Vaughn Dalzell or his opponent Giles Gallant for a chance to win. So there we go right there, Drew. 
Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty good on my picks last night for the predictor for Battle of the Bets. Uh, I missed the tiebreaker again, though. I had four goals, not five, uh, in the uh, Stanley Cup match. So I'm um, going to have to go back to the well today. All right, so let's get ready to hop right into it. Let's bring in my guy, Sammy P, to talk a little bit about this wild NBA draft situation. What's going on, Sam? What's well, good, Corey and Drew? Corey, are you pitching for the Yankees tonight or what? Look like you're ready to go, huh? Yeah, I am. I am. And I wanted to ask you, you got a number two behind you. What does that number two represent? That's the great Jerry Remy, Red Sox legend who recently oh. passed here and did uh, Red Sox broadcasting for decades on Nesson. So, yeah, this is the Jerry Remy Memorial Room. I'm sure he's very excited that I'm in his room talking about gambling. But nonetheless, there's a lot going on here. The phone is ringing off the hook. My phone is sideways right now, if you can't tell. But uh, so is this NBA draft market, gentlemen. It's just, it's a fascinating thing. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to bet on this the way that we can. But these markets move, and sometimes they don't stop moving. And that's the thing that we kind of want to hop into right off the top, because the odds we went to bed with, for number one pick, not really the odds that we woke up to. A lot of places don't even have odds up right now. But Woj, Woj bomb drop. He said it's locked in. Top three locked in. I feel like odds makers don't feel like the top three is locked in. What's going on, Sam? I think it's clear, gentlemen, that the books have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and I think that's, you know, it's unlike a lot of this market or sports betting for in, in general, you know, because there's an algorithm or a power rating or a point spread or a total that's based on predictive information. And then it's shaped by markets that have two way action, like sharps come in and bet one way and then they come back the other way where this stuff is, it's like playing pin the tail on the donkey after drinking a bottle of tequila for some of these sports books. Like they just don't know. Like I looked up, 10 minutes ago, one sports book had Bancaro minus 190. Another one had Jabari Smith Jr. minus 3,500. It's like, in what other market is that a thing? It's not like you see Patriots minus six, Patriots minus six, Patriots minus 40. Like, that doesn't happen. So it's fascinating to me. I mean, I still think it's this simple. I think if Orlando keeps the pick, they take Jabari Smith Jr. But if Houston wants to move up, trade in the number one, they're going to take Paolo Bancaro. That's what I can gather at this point in time. Right right quick, Drew uh, and, and Sammy, just got an update from PointsBet. Our odds back up. Jabari Smith is minus 500 to be the first overall pick. Chet Holmgren minus 475 to be second. And Banchero minus 351 to be third. So it does seem like um, uh, Woj might be on to something. Go ahead, Drew. Well, I think it's important for a company like PointsBet to be in – somewhat concurrence with what Woj is tweeting or else they're going to end up with a wildly lopsided uh you know book because every recreational player in the world assumes that a Woj tweet is solid gold he has an incredible track record um but i think there is enough uncertainty uh, and sam laid it out i think perfectly we don't know which order these teams are even picking in no one really has come clean about what trade offers are on the table and who ultimately is picking first. And if it's not Orlando, then I think there's huge uncertainty that Smith is number one. And even if it is Orlando, uh, I don't think that they have given you a clear indication. They certainly haven't told his camp that they're in love with him and that they've made him a promise. So um, the uncertainty is real. And I think at this point, if you're playing this market at all, I'm shooting for uh, a long shot price in a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, if you made me 
if you made me take wagers on this board at this time, happy to take a piece of Banchero at three to one. Pancake Banchero. Well, happy yeah, to no, take uh, Smith at four twenty-five to go second. Yeah. I think it's I think it's important to understand that if you're waiting until the day of the draft to make NBA draft bets or NFL draft bets, you're simply just doing it wrong. This is a process <laughs> that started during the NCAA tournament when Jabari Smith was like minus 115, minus 120. And then, of course, early June, he's minus 500, minus 600. At that point, that's the time to bet other players, to bet the Chet Holmgrens and to bet the Paolo Bancaros. You know, this morning when I woke up at 7 o'clock Eastern, look at the board, Paolo's minus 190. And people are like, oh, should I lay Paolo? No, you never want to lay the wrong player or the wrong team at the wrong price. You know, I know several people, and Drew, I'm sure you're one of them. You've got plus money on Paolo, and you probably have a really cheap favorite price, whether it be minus 115, minus 120, minus 130 on Jabari Smith Jr. You know, the wise guys came in on Monday and bet Bancaro until they were out of money. And and then (laughs) to Jabari Smith, there's another faction of people that go, wow, that's really cheap on Jabari Smith. So this yeah. has been going on for weeks. And especially with this number one market, it's been chaotic in the last few days. Um, it's clear Chet Holmgren isn't going one. I think we can all come to that conclusion now. But look, I'm not going to lay Jabari Smith minus 500 when oh, he was no. minus one, you know, 40 on Monday and plus 115 this morning you know it's, it's always about the importance of the number and there are so many positions that have moved i mean mark williams we went over 10 and a half on mark williams his number oh. or 14 and a half uh jalen williams no relation i've been i've been told his number opened at 23 and a half and now it's 15 and a half and there are still a faction of people that are going to roll out of bed today and go who do i like in the draft today and you're getting the worst of the number in so many ways. Um, If you're looking for a bet to make, if you have this possibility, I think it's almost a certainty that Jaden Ivey goes fourth overall. And I don't care if the Kings pick or not. If somebody trades up to go number four, they're going to take Ivey. If Ivey's on the board at four, somebody's going to take him, whether it's Sacramento or somebody trading up to take the fourth pick. And you can still, if you get creative here, you can find Jaden Ivey at like minus 170 under four and a half. It's a little expensive, yes, but, I mean, it probably should be minus 400, minus 500. I would be stunned if he goes higher than fourth in the draft, Jaden Ivey. Interesting. So if you think the top four are relatively solid, who goes five? I hope it's Matherin. If it's Matherin, I will be in the bottom of a bottle of tequila tonight. I made that (laughs) up. Buddy, we got Matherin at 10 to 1, and the guy who told me to bet it has 20 to 1. I fell asleep at the wheel for like 12 hours one day. And Ben Matherin, this, I wrote this up on NessandBets.com last week. I think it's a great bet at Matherin, five at 10 to one. And now it's like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I can't see. My eyes aren't that great. But I'm guessing it's around two to one on Matherin right now. Um, that's the hope. And I've been hearing from people that are close to Detroit. And Detroit is one of those organizations that they talk. They definitely share their sugar with people in the press and all that. They have this vision of Cade Cunningham and Ben Matherin playing together for the next 10 years. And I think there's some truth to that. But what happens today after the Jeremy Grant trade, it's like, well, they need to replace Jeremy Grant. No, they don't. They're going to take the best available player on the board at five. You're going to miss all the heavy hitters. So you might as well take the best player available. And Ben Matherin's stock is rising by the minute. 
I'm a little biased. My bread is buttered with honey and sugar and everything, but I'm, I'm hoping it's Matherin. I think he's a very good fit. Uh, you're not going to get 10 to one anymore, but that's my hope. You know, it's interesting. He had a chance to be a first rounder last year, been on himself, came back and proved his draft stock. So it's always good to see that all uh, with the young man out of Canada. Let's talk about some of these um draft position plays specifically, excuse me, Shaden Sharp at seven and a half and Mark Williams at 12 and a half. What do you think of these two guys? So we went over Sharp. We got a better number, minus 130. It's as high as minus 180 in the market. Corey, we heard that he worked out against a bunch of wingers and just looked lost. Yep. And did not really cut it in terms of what the scouts were looking to see. That being said, that seventh pick is a real nail-biter because Portland could very well take Sharp or somebody trades up and they go, well, we don't care about the workouts. We like his potential because oftentimes – we see guys that are 18, 19 years old go ahead of 20, 21-year-olds because of the potential and what they could be. So, look, there's a chance he goes seven. I'm over seven and a half, a uh, little bit more expensive on the overside, like minus 170, minus 180. But I believe the people that I talked to that, that were not impressed with his workouts, like he was going up against comparable wingers and just not playing extremely well, if you uh, if you could read what I'm throwing down here. So that's the hope. I I'm over that one. And then Mark Williams, um, if there's a 12-and-a-half still available, yes, I would go over that number. I'm seeing mostly 13-and-a-half. Uh, some offshore, Drew, I think 14-and-a-half on Williams. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing nothing good about Mark Williams, and that's nothing against Mark Williams, the player or the person. It's just his inability to hit a jump shot, can't shoot the three-pointer, um, 10 years ago, he goes top 10. But in 2022, it's sounding more and more like Mark Williams slides out of the lottery. I know that some of the mocks have him 9, 10, 11, but the draft position numbers are all a lot higher than that. So there's a difference, as we know, between mock drafts and betting markets. Mock drafts aren't taking money. They're not being shaped by money. They're being shaped by opinion, where betting markets are being affected by dollars, plain and simple. Yeah, I think a lot of the mocks this year in particular – are being shaped by misinformation as well yeah. but that's just but that's just my opinion a lot of agents out there doing their guys a solid by telling them that we have a promise for a guy for a team in the top 10 uh which is a common practice if you want to get your guy a little buzz um how about a guy that has real buzz anyone that you think has kind of taken some steam in the market or you were hearing solid connections to that could go higher than expected Yes. Now, this this number has moved a little bit, but Jang, the kid who played for the Breakers last year in New Zealand, you know, his position two weeks ago was around the 15 and a half mark. And then on Monday, or maybe it was on Sunday, we bet a little under 13 and a half. Most books now have him at 11 and a half, but I hear he's very live to go to San Antonio at nine. Mm. Um, like top 10 potential. He has all the things that scouts look for in the modern game, can defend out to every single position, can put the ball on the floor, shoot it a little bit. He's a relatively unknown player, but it's funny. You throw the mocks out there. He's like 15, 16, 17. And then yet his draft position continues to drop, you know, 15 and a half to 13 and a half to 12 and a half to 11 and a half. And I, I don't love going under 11 and a half, but that is a guy that can certainly go 9, 10, or 11. And if you're looking at those top 10 betting markets, I know a lot of sports books have these. You know, why bet under 11 and a half at like minus 135, minus 140, when you could throw a little bit on top 10 at 2 to 1 or 225 on the plus side? Like, that's how I'm thinking about Jeng at this point in time. But that's a player 
that I hear nothing but positivity about as far as rising up these boards. And people are betting good money on them to go from 15 and a half to 11 and a half. I know you don't want to go under a bad number, but I still think it's possible that Jen can go 9, 10, or 11. And you're not hearing that from a lot of mockers. That's for sure. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Definitely an uh, interesting player um, playing for the Breakers last year in New Zealand. Um, let's uh, switch gears right quick. I want to talk some uh, Major League Baseball, specifically your thought on the Chicago White Sox futures. Right now, four and a half games are the first place in the NL Central. Points bet, though, has them down to plus 140 to win the division. What do you think of the South Siders? Well, they're close to my heart like the Yankees are close to your heart. And I can tell you right now, I have an uncomfortable amount of money on the White Sox to win the <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me so freaking nervous how much money we have on Chicago. We bet them before the season at minus 170 and minus 180. And then everybody on the roster basically got hurt in April and May. So they've been building back the health of the roster. They still haven't been anywhere near 100%. I think they're going to be healthy eventually. They're going to get Eloy Jimenez back. They just got Tim Anderson back. Lance Lynn returned in the last couple of weeks. They haven't been playing good baseball. But, guys, this is a team that just has more talent than anybody in that division. And at plus 140, even though I'm hella invested, I'm still thinking about taking plus 140 because the Twins are one injury away from going down the chute. And they have a player in Byron Buxton who has never been able to play a full season. Like, he's always – finding his way into a wall or tripping over a base or something. And you, you hate to make bets based on, you know, the potential of somebody who doesn't stay healthy to stay healthy. But the White Sox have been the opposite of healthy. And yet, as we approach the month of July, they're like four games back. I feel like, you know, the algorithms and the predictive methods and all the projections have the White Sox not finishing first. But oftentimes projections are based on things that have already happened. Sure. And it's clear the White Sox are hobbled and hurt and like none of their good players are playing well. So you have to think there is regression to the mean. To me, this is another buy low spot on the White Sox. I don't think they can win the pennant. I don't like them to win the World Series, but to win the awful AL Central against two teams that are overseeding expectations right now. This is another good spot to bet the White Sox at plus 140. They also, Corey and Drew, they have the easiest remaining schedule of any American League team, not just in the division, in the league. We're talking about Cupcake the rest of the way, where they had one of the toughest schedules from April through June. So things will get easier. If they get healthier, they're going to win this division. Can I be any more clear? You definitely speaking into existence, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you go right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, as hey, long man, as we avoid the Yankees, man. As long as we don't play the Yankees anymore, we're gonna be okay. I still have nightmares about um what's my I can't I feel I feel Hughes in Chicago is still um uh burns me up to death. Not Phil Hughes, I can't think of son's name right now, but getting swarmed at the mound in Chicago, I'll never forget that. So, Sam, thanks a lot for the NBA stuff and uh it's a good look on the baseball. Jabba. So appreciate, yeah, appreciate Jabba you, my man. Yes, Java and Cleveland, my bad. You can follow Sammy on Twitter at SP Shoot. Check him out on Nessens, the ultimate betting show. And definitely check out his Chicken Dinner podcast wherever you download and subscribe to your pod. Dear listener, please close your eyes for this movie theater meditation brought to you by Fandango. Breathe in. Smell the fresh popcorn. Now exhale. Ah. Open your eyes and proceed to the best seats in the house you reserved on Fandango. Recline. 
Now, download the free Fandango app for movie times, tickets, and seats at your favorite theaters. Fandango, it's your ticket to the movies. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. It's a world record again! Goal for the United States! Unbelievable! And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. Friday, July 26th on NBC and Peacock. I'm ready to go. Streaming now only on Peacock. Five rich and famous international soccer stars. They have everything except love. I think girls in the past have gone for me because of what I've got. That's why we're going undercover. We're setting them up with single American women. They don't know we are famous. They don't know we are rich. And they'll have to hide their true identity. Oh, what do you need for work? I'm an ad salesman. <laughs> oh, God. What am I doing? Love Undercover. New series streaming now only on Peacock. What do you want from your sports book? Better odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, the official sports book partner of NBC Sports, you get better odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable sports book. Download the app now and sign up with code NBC2000 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Additional terms and conditions apply. Must be present in New Jersey, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Colorado, Michigan, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Void where prohibited must be 21 plus. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, one 888 3500 in Virginia, 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, www.pointsbet.com slash terms dash and dash conditions. All right, here we go. Weekends are better with MLB Sunday leadoff coverage presented by Uber Eats. Catch the Mets, boo. Take on the Marlins in Miami on Sunday, June 26th at 1130 a.m. Eastern live on NBC and Peacock. To learn more, go to PeacockTV.com slash MLB. And if you want a chance to win 25 grand, because who wouldn't, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Sunday's free Grand Slam Pick'em Contest. You can hit your QR code right there, and maybe you do a better job with that than I do, because I don't never get the QR code right, Drew. Never. <laughs> never. It, it, it's always like, very awkward and late, and the kids laugh at me. All right, let's be ready to continue to discuss some NBA draft stuff. Take a shot or stay away on NBA draft wages, right, Drew? Yeah. Kind of like our player pass thing from Wednesday night, the whole shebang. Let's start it off. Drafted first, Johnny Davis at minus 170 or A.J. Griffin at plus 130. You taking a shot or you staying away? This is a tough one, and I'm going to end up staying away, but it's – if you're going to get involved, you have to take the plus money here. Yep. Um, I think there has been reasonable expectation that both of these guys are sliding. Um, kind of in that uh, they were both expected to be in the top 10 range, yet uh, A.J. Griffin obviously has injury concerns that go back to high school. 
Uh, and Johnny Davis really doesn't have a, a solid fit with any of the teams that are in that top 10. Now, he may end up going 11th, um, but I think realistically, uh, either of these guys sliding further down the board seems realistic. And I think I, I, one plus 130 is not enough to get involved with. What about for you? Um, no, it's not something I'm really looking at, even with, like you said, the plus 130. Um, I can see Griffin to the Knicks at 11. I, that's that that can be a possibility out there. But here's listen, check this out. Heavy action on AJ Griffin to go before Davis on points bet. As a matter of fact, is one of their mm. most bet props. So that could be some nice little plus money for you tonight. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to revisit that then. <laughs> Hopefully it was not off the board by then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you gotta you gotta make sure that we keep an eye on all of these all of these stuff today. Um, let's go to the next one, man. This is interesting right here. Jalen Duran over under 10 and a half draft position. The over is juiced to minus 170. The under is at plus 115. Duran kind of came into the college basketball season as you know, this. I think we may have overrated him, and, yep. and maybe that's because of you know him going to Memphis. What do you think of him uh, uh, in, the, in this in this prop right here? Minus one seventy is a hefty price to pay, yep. but I don't find I don't see a place for him in the top ten. Me this neither. is one of those where his agent I think has done a very good job of kind of building a little bit of buzz for the player, uh, and in reality, he plays a position that's not a premium. Uh, and I don't think that there is a, a super solid fit for him in the top 10. I think ultimately Jalen Duran probably goes in the 13, 12, 13, 14 range. Um, and, you know, he may end up being a completely serviceable, uh, you know, rotational big. Um, but he does not stand out to me as the type of player you can use lottery capital on and expect to uh, be a long term success if you're a franchise. So I think ultimately Duran uh, slides. So over 170 is fine. Fine price for me to lay for that. It's like this, like when it comes to the draft, the NFL, the NFL draft, I think I've over the past couple of years, I've gotten more of a handle on it. The mm -hmm. NBA draft is still kind of tough. I think one of the things that we got to be careful of is using mock drafts to base our opinions on betting on the draft. Because like mock drafters and dudes that are in that, a lot of them, they're putting this content out, not thinking that you're going to bet on it. And I remember when I used to work, and Adam can appreciate this. I used to work at um, WTEM in Washington, D.C. Uh huh. John Thompson, legendary Big John. Of course. Was one, was one of the hosts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember John Thompson saying one time, it was, it was the day of the NBA draft, and the, the producer kept bringing on these draft nicks and mock drafters. And sure. John said, get me a lawyer. Get me an agent. Agents know what's going to happen in the draft. And I was like, I would love to see an agent do a mock draft. You, I think, nailed how the sausage is made in a lot of ways. I mm -hmm. do think that in large part, outside of, say, the top few picks, agents finding fits for their players where they're going to be able to get a second contract is an enormous part of the um, kind of positioning that goes on uh, down the draft board. And part of the reason that I think that's the case is that the draft process is so compressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's just not a ton of time to really chew on these prospects and figure out uh, you know, exactly what you have. Like the NFL draft process takes three, four times as long and there's a lot more players surely. Um, but the NBA process compressing, I do think makes it a, a much more agent driven process. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I would love to see what some of the you know power agents, particularly among the, you know, the rookie power agents, how they expect uh, things to go today. I think that would be way more informative than a lot of the, the draft Knicks. No doubt.
Uh, let's get to this last one right here. This last prop over under 11 and a half as a draft position. <laughs> Jeremy Shohan. I mean, juice to the over at minus 200. The unders coming in at plus $1.50. Seth was on the show yesterday. He said he's high on him. I've seen some other people high on him. What do you think about this number right here? Yeah, oh, almost Shohan. the opposite feeling of Shohan that I had with Duran, where I think he does have a lot of qualities that you can bring to the table as a uh, kind of a rotational big in the in today's modern NBA. So um, him going higher than expected, uh, you know, and, and landing in the top 10 wouldn't shock me. So I would not lay over yeah. 11 and a half at minus 200. Um, but I have not seen a strong enough connection to a specific team uh, to make a bet on under plus 150. But that would be my lean. No doubt. Remember when you're betting on these NBA draft props tonight, to bet with your head and not over your head. Very important because you need that bankroll for baseball, basically. All right, Drew, it's time for the edge of the day. And I heard that you got some tennis for us. I'm all yeah, here. so coming up here shortly, we got uh, more action in Bad Homburg. Um, Bad Homburg is, of course, in Germany. Of course, you, I'm sure you all knew that. Um, and uh, they're playing this on grass. Uh, and uh, we got a winner this morning with Caro Garcia. She came through for us 2-0. Um, and uh, right now, uh, Angelique Kerber taking on Alizé Cornet, losing one set to zero. is kind of a shocker. That match i think is going to go for a while so you got a little bit of time to get involved here but i like the dog in the nightcap in bad homburg and this is a match between simona halep uh, who is a very high quality grass player but has not shown us much in the calendar year 2020 she's been dealing with injuries she's gone through some coaching changes she does not have the killer uh talent level that she once had on grass in particular and she is taking on an up-and-comer in amanda anisimova now anisimova had just a tremendous clay swing. She was a very, very um, dangerous uh, out in almost every tournament she was involved in. And I think she gets the win tonight as a, as a dog. She is plus 122 right now on the money line. I make her about a pick em in this one. I think this is going to be a coin flip. Both players have been playing well in this tournament, so I think this is going to be competitive. But give me the younger, fresher legs in Anisimova. Give me the uh, player that has a little bit more movement and can do a little bit better at the serve and volley on grass. And that is double A. Amanda Anisimova gets the win in Bad Homburg over Simona Halep. Right, there you go right there. For those of you wondering, the producer of the Don Thompson show ended up calling David Falk on that draft day. And that's a pretty good agent to call if you got the telephone Ooh. number, which John Thompson would because, you know, that was all tied in and stuff <laughs> like that. But let me get to my edge of the day. Listen, on a day like today with so much going on and numbers switching and woge bombs and all of that stuff, I know you don't want to hear a chalk latte or a chalk <laughs> pick, you know what I'm saying? But listen, you can parlay it with one of your NBA draft picks, but I'm going chalk today, and I'm going to take uh, the San Diego Padres at home on the money line versus the Philadelphia Phillies. My man Joe Musgrove, perfect going to season 8-0, 159 ERA, 81 Ks, 32 innings pitched at home this year, only two earned runs allowed, and going up against the Philadelphia Phillies team that right now is on a three-game road losing streak and is road underdogs. They have lost. They have won twice. The last seven, they're two and five in their last seven games is road underdogs. So I hate to give you the chalk today, fellas, but it's chalk. Is going to be it because we got to figure out figure out the NBA stuff. So give me an easy landing spot with the Padres at home, laying at a dollar fifty versus the Philadelphia Phillies. 
Fantastic look, really and truly. I, I absolutely could not agree with this more. Uh, I think uh, I will find multiple ways to get this into my account. And best of luck to you, fantasy exec on the diamond. Yeah, no, nah, exec on the diamond. It's almost that time of year, you know what I'm saying? So looking forward to that. But now I want to thank Sammy P for joining us today and giving us that good information on um, the NBA draft stuff tonight. Uh, obviously, the, uh, the crew backstage, everybody, Adam and Johnny BTV and PJ and Blake and all the crew, thank them for getting this show put together for us. Don't forget to check out NBCSportsEdge.com. to have all the information you need to know after you're done listening to us to continue helping you with your wages. Thanks for those of you watching us on NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Again, again, don't forget to subscribe and rate the pod. And don't forget to check out Battle of the Bets today and hit up the NBC Sports Predictor app and place your wages for Battle of the Bets. For Drew, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Sarah will be back soon. Thank you very much. We are out. <laughs>